Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. And already looking through it, the NFC South has a lot more fantasy relevance than definitely than the North did in our last episode. There's going to be a lot here, I think, to talk about. A lot of different players. I mean, I mean, some of the like really, they every single team has like some of the top players in fantasy football and all football really do. This is going to be this is one of the most probably one of the best conferences or one of the best divisions. I feel like for fantasy wise, like just team by team. Every single team has somebody, I feel like, that's going to be up there. And Atlanta's going to be the first one we talk about. And obviously, they had just a ridiculous season last year offensively. And, I mean, we knew they were probably going to be good, but I don't think anybody saw that coming. And I still don't feel like people really appreciate how good they were. That's kind of what uh, I feel like that. It's just I feel like it's not even appreciated how, how good that offense was. <laughs> and they have... I mean, it's ridiculous. Matt Ryan? How good was Matt Ryan last year? Uh, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, you can look at his stats, but the way the guy played last year was such a huge improvement on how he yeah. played beforehand. And um, I mean, he did, he does have a ton of weapons, right? But yep. he's also doing it with relatively unknown guys as well. Like Taylor Gabriel came mm-hmm. on. Um, Sanu did very, very well. He does have Julio, obviously, and he does have great running backs, but he didn't really throw it to tight ends well, there as much. He spread the ball out. Be, he was just wonderful. Before really we started good. this episode, you kind of brought up the tight end part, and I couldn't they believe it. didn't throw the ball to the tight no. ends, did they? Because I really wanted to check it out because I was, you know, yeah. you wonder about Austin Hooper, but, um, and I don't know how to say the other guy's name. I never did. Toyolu, whatever his <laughs> name is. But um, neither of them, neither of them had a lot of receptions, and that is unbelievable coming from a guy that made a living off of throwing to Tony Gonzalez yeah. early in his career. I I don't know why the name of the tight end who started the year with them is <laughs> not completely slipping my mind right now. What the heck? Why can I not think? I mean, why can I not think of this guy's name? It is really bothering me right now. He's been around for a while. He's not with them anymore. Played with Peyton Manning. Are we gonna play the guessing game? What, no. Who the heck is this? Why Why am I completely drawing a blank right Dude, now? You say Peyton Manning? I think Dallas he, Clark. He, <laughs> no, he threw. He played with with Peyton a couple times. A couple different teams. I'm not even joking. Like. This is the most ridiculous thing of my life that I cannot remember. But it's going to show you, like, the Falcons, they didn't throw to the tight ends enough. That, Here, you look him up, and I, I'm going to start I'm talking just, about the first guy. I'm really I want to know who this. you're talking about, too. It's, no, if you, once you hear it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, but who cares because he sucks. <laughs> yeah. like, but um, I, for some reason, I, on this whole team, like, I'm actually extremely excited about Austin Hooper. It, I don't know why. I feel well, like he's you, one of my he's my sleeper tight end for the year. You did start hyping him at the end of the year, and he did catch a few touchdowns in the playoffs. He, he started yeah. showing it, but does it scare you after looking at that? I think he had what thirteen receptions all of last regular season, <laughs> like something ridiculous. Nineteen. Nineteen. 19. I, apologize. 19. I apologize. I apologize. He had twenty-seven targets, and he caught nineteen of those balls, and he had two touchdowns. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm excited. I, mean, I think I'm excited about him because he's he's a young guy who should be probably the starting tight end in a great offense. I think that's where my excitement comes from. It's not – he seems like – I saw a couple of his touchdowns there at the end of the year, and he really impressed me. And it's Jacob Tammy is the other guy. Oh, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> See, Jacob Tammy's so just – no one cares about him that I forgot his name completely, even though I know who the guy is, and I've he's been in the league for a few years. But they didn't throw to him very much either. But 
I like Austin Hooper a lot. I because you're going to get him for a dollar in an auction draft, and he has. I feel like like we talked about in the last show, Ebron has the potential to be one of those top guys. I feel like Hooper could have the potential to be like that. Some of these other guys are not. They're going to be good tight ends. Like I brought up Cameron Brait. He's going to be good, but I never feel like he's going to be that top tier. Jack Doyle is going to be good. Won't be like maybe that top tier. Even we talk about Martellus Bennett. He's going to be good, but I don't even feel like he's going to be top tier. We don't know about Austin Hooper. He could be. He probably won't be. Chances are he won't be top tier ever. But I kind of sometimes like that at the tight end position to take a chance and maybe get lucky. Like, I mean, you've done that before, Jimmy Graham. Well, I mean, without Remember doubt. That? <laughs> like, I mean, you you hear you hear stuff good. usually through the grapevine, especially about these guys that can really jump a large tight end. The great thing about Hooper, um, I personally, I, I get where you're coming from. I personally don't have as much faith in him, yeah. but um, he kind of fits the bill. You're right. He's in an unbelievable offense. I mean, when Matt Ryan is throwing 40 touchdowns, some are going to come his way, right? Yep. Um, he started coming on late in the season. He's only going to be 23, which is yep. usually around the time tight ends kind of figure it out. They need a few years in the in the system. 6-3, played big-time ball in college at Stanford. Um, pretty athletic. There's a lot to like about him. Yeah, I, he's going to cost you nothing. That's the part I like the most. He's yeah, going to cost you nothing. That's the most it, important part of it. If it doesn't him. work out, it doesn't work out. Who cares? You go on, you find, I mean, I don't know, you find one of those other guys. You get maybe Antonio Gates. <laughs> Somebody's going to catch a touchdown. Uh, I've been there. And, and Austin Hooper is not going to be very highly rated. I, I'm probably going to be higher on Hooper than probably most people who put out rankings for the year. It's just, I don't know, he's kind of just that guy. Every year you think you get a guy that just kind of for some reason you overvalue more than everyone else. For I don't know what it is, just happens. He's my guy this year. And mainly, the rest of the Atlanta offense, you kind of know what they are for the most part. Julio, top, what, four for sure receiver. And depending on who you ask, he could be top two. I mean, some people say he's the, be the top receiver. Yeah. He probably is talent wise. He probably is that top receiver, but he's always has those lingering injuries. He's getting a little bit older. He's still going to be great, but he's right there with Brown and Evans and Beckham. He's one of those top four yeah. without a doubt. It's you can't go wrong. With really, him. the the thing that keeps him like his yardage is out of this world. But he he doesn't have the touchdown production as the other guys did, and I'm always kind of surprised to see this. But you know, you wonder. I mean, he's getting doubled all day long. Um. The only worry with him was he had a lot of no, I mean a lot. He had a few games last year where he did nothing. Then he turned around and get three hundred yards. Yeah. So it's like sometimes he's I mean, he's, he's amazing. Like you yeah. can't go wrong. with No, him. no. I, I would love to have him, but I think he was a little banged up last year. Yeah. Let's just see how healthy he is this year. But you're not going to go wrong getting Julio. No, he was amazing last Taylor year. Taylor so Gabriel good. was a nice addition there for he that definitely was pretty good fantasy wise there for a while. But what do you think for this year? Like he's one of those guys that. I wouldn't. I don't have a clue what I would go. I wouldn't spend more than five dollars on him, but he probably should be more. He, people go higher than that. He's actually gonna be one of those guys. I would spend more than five bucks see, on him. That, that he's gonna be one of those guys that is. Some people are gonna spend nothing on. Some guys would people go up like to twenty even. Who knows? Yeah. Like it's. It, he's one of those guys that just could be all over the board and no idea. I don't think twenty. I think twenty is a little ridiculous, but it wouldn't shock me if somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I really like Gabriel." I don't see it, but... Yeah. And and even now, I think people are probably going to look at him as kind of a wide receiver four. Um, for me, I, he put up 
pretty decent numbers his first year there in Atlanta. Yep. He's meant to play the slot, so him being the third wide receiver does not hurt him at all. He's going to be better than Sanu, fantasy-wise, in my yes, mind. Yes, I believe sure. so. And he's going... He's He's a weird player for me. I don't know what to think. Because I think ranking-wise, he's probably going to be lower. There's going to be... Every league's going to have a guy who probably had him a year ago or so is going to love yeah. the guy, and he's going to be overvalued that way. But I wouldn't mind getting him on my team for a cheap price. No. It's just, and he's going to be all over the board. I don't believe he's going to be... I don't think he's going to hit $10. No, right? I don't either. Um, but if if I had the money, he was there, I, I get to put him on my bench for 7 bucks or something like that, I absolutely would. Because, I mean, last year he played 13 games, 600 yards with six touchdowns. And that's the thing. He has a good rapport with Matt Ryan, and, and he has the speed for the big play. Um, I don't know. I, I, this offense is so good. And if you're, if I'm putting my money on someone else on this team, especially as a wide receiver, I think he has the most upside. Yeah, I think we've seen a lot of times where receivers break out even more. Like he could be one of those guys. We he showed a lot of flashes of that last yeah. year. I think he'll improve on these numbers, especially yardage. Um, I think he could. I think he could easily go. And this sounds ridiculous almost, but I think he could easily go 808. Yep. And you're paying nothing for him. Well, and Sanu's numbers might end up being better than Gabriel's at the end of the year. But Gabriel has such more potential than Sanu does yeah. to actually have a big season. The Sanu is going to be okay, but he's not going to... You, would you ever start Muhammad Sanu? Like, uh, probably not. In any situation. How deep no, is the league? 14 teams have to, almost have to be. Yeah. And Sanu is not a no, bad he, wide he's receiver, a but he's, he's going to be lower on the – when when yeah. Matt Ryan is checking down to different positions, Sanu yeah. is not going to be very high but on that list. He's going to be ahead of Gabriel in the depth chart, and he really might even end up – at the end of the year, he might have a better season yeah. overall. But well, I think Gabriel has more potential to have. Yeah, and look at this. this I think this – Kind of says it all. Sanu played two more games. He played 15 games for Atlanta. And yep. to be fair, that was his first year in Atlanta as well. But he had 650 yards and four touchdowns. Mm. So mm-hmm. Gabriel yep. played two yep. less games and yep. equaled, actually did yeah, better exactly. than him in production. Yep. Yeah, so that's what I think. The, Sanu is not very fan, He's not very fantasy relevant to me. He's no. just on that border. Of he's a, he's ma- a decent wide receiver. He's good. He, he fits well in this. So you have another guy that you can't just... You know, if if they're going to double Julio all game, he'll get open and do some stuff. Yeah, he's great for Matt Ryan. It's he helps the offense. He's just not quite where you're not going to trust him in any situation on your fantasy team. Running back wise, though, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman. I was not high on De- Devontae Freeman last year. I really wasn't when I started the year. But the more I watched him play, especially towards the end of the year, as I watched more Atlanta games, man, he impressed me a lot. He would be so high, and he's still going to be a top. He's top eight for sure, running back on most people's boards, even with Coleman there. If there was no Coleman there, can you imagine? Like, I feel like how good he'd be top five for sure. But yeah. how much is Coleman going to eat into the work? Because Coleman looks great when he's out oh, there. He's, he he's scary. I mean, <laughs> I mean, both of them are absolute beasts. It just it it kind of it complicates it because they're both so good, and they're both probably going to have. Very good. I mean, they've had how many weeks did they have where they both scored twenty? There was more than one that happened. So it's like you could actually play both of them if you had them both on your team. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how they honestly get the ball to everyone enough. It's almost unbelievable. But I mean, look at this. Uh, 2015 and two, the last two seasons, Devontae Freeman had just over a thousand yards in each season and eleven touchdowns, almost equal production. 
But last year, the big difference, he jumped from four yards a carry to 4.8, which is just unfreaking believable with the amount of touches that he had. Yep. So, I mean, he was just burning through people, by people. Through, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. And he also, I mean, Tevin Coleman was hurt a little bit, so you wonder if that will eat into his production. But if he's getting that kind of production, that kind of average, first of all, you're going to want to keep giving him the ball. Yep. Second of all, it's not going to matter if he gets a few less touches. Um, and the fact that he got 11 touchdowns two consecutive years with Tevin Coleman backing him up uh, makes me believe that it's sustainable. So yep. I, I totally agree. I think he's the top 10 back. Um, I don't know. How, do you know? Do you have an idea of how much you would pay for him? I mean, in the 40s, for sure. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. And, and the only thing holding him back is Coleman, which actually help, is, I think, helpful in a way. Coleman helps if you really love Devontae Freeman and you think he's going to be great, Coleman actually helps you value-wise because you're going to get Freeman for a little bit cheaper than he probably should go for. And Coleman's always going to bring his value, his price down a little bit. Yeah. And, and Coleman's going to go in the 20s. I was going to say, how much? <laughs> I was going to say, you would, so would you pay 20? I wouldn't pay it for Coleman. I like Coleman, but I still wouldn't pay it, but he's going to go for at least 20. This is the interesting part. Tevin Coleman, I love to find Freeman, but we already know he's going to go in the 40s, right? Yeah. Tevin Coleman could be one of the biggest steals he could be. you get. Because last year... Playing 13 games, being banged up, 520 yards rushing, 420 receiving. Okay, <laughs> but get this: yards. 11 total touchdowns. Yeah, that's great. I mean, thousand yards and 11 what? touchdowns. What? Like, like, that's a great season. As a backup, missing three games, you get 11. And you're going to get him for a good value. So that's why I'm thinking like he could be the he could be the sneaky way to get all of the production with the less money. And he's not going to be. There's some leagues where he's going to definitely go for higher, and there's he's, there's going to be leagues where he slips under the radar. He's not a sure thing in everybody. Not every league is going to be like, oh, Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman. Yeah. And he's still back up, and he, he had injury problems last year. Yeah. So you, you have to feel good about last two years, actually, he's had injury problems. The so. problem is I'm probably not getting him. I'm just thinking about it. I am I, – something about I know he's great. He's, it's a lot to pay for a backup. And exactly. I just have that mindset where I can't do it. And – I mean, I guess maybe the draft changes. Maybe there's a situation where I have this extra money on the board at a certain situation, and I'm like, wait, you know what? I can spend a little bit here. I can take a luxury and spend 20 bucks and get a Tevin Coleman. But I don't see it happening for me, but I wouldn't fault anybody that did it. You know, that's the thing. He's that talented. And, yeah, if Freeman gets hurt, you just got yourself a a running back one for cheap price. Yeah. Either that or you even got yourself a running back – Two for yep. cheap, yep. or you paid, you know, easy, yep. you know, you know yeah, same money for number three. Even with Freeman, Coleman's a flex play for sure, without a doubt. You yeah. can play with flex. All right, got anything more on the Falcons? Or is that pretty much it? We could probably keep talking in, about everyone on this team, but no. Draft wise, they're getting nobody in the offense. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I would laugh. They're like, we're getting a wide receiver, guys. We need a few more. <laughs> so Panthers. Let's move to the Carolina Panthers, and they were a disappointment last year. I don't know how you fall off that that much but man and the thing is we're going to go through the couple of these players and most of them are going to going to be drafted fantasy wise i just i don't know what to think from cam newton i worry that his running his running numbers will never be what they were so he's never going to have quite the same value he's still going to be a startable quarterback fantasy wise i think but even but what are you going to pay for a cam newton right now not i wouldn't pay much well, that's that's the thing. I wouldn't pay much either, but this could be a great place to get him for a bounce back year. It could. And- I, I just don't understand how. And you know, I totally understand. I'm right there with you. I don't think his running numbers will ever be the same from when. I mean, he had yep. ten touchdowns his rookie fourteen, um, but 
I don't understand how his passing touchdowns dropped off so drastically. I don't know what I missed. He went from 35 touchdowns to 19 last year. And all they did was and he only add paid, Calvin Benjamin. Yeah, and all you did was lose one game. Like, I, I, I'm I don't not know. sure what it is. And I don't think anybody really knows why exactly that happened last year. So the thing is, you just don't know what to expect from Cam. And really, it was that one year then just like a fluke. Think about it. All the years before, he was always okay. He was a pretty solid quarterback, but he was never... And like, truth, his numbers, 19 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, is worse, but much more in line with what he yeah, did was before. was that one year just, just this crazy five and 10 was crazy. And you wonder if it was because he was running so well. Yep. Or maybe his line was... I don't know, but... um. I don't know. Would you would you want to draft him? I guess that's for, the question. I get for for not much money. But under five dollars. Would he be your backup, or would you be? like... I would be okay starting the season with him as my quarterback. I'm I'm, I'm okay with starting it with a lot of guys like that, just seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, like I said, you can find a quarterback. You could have got Matt Ryan last year after week two or three, even. That's like he mind was, blowing. He was still there in a lot of leagues, so you're going to be able to find somebody if Newton doesn't work out. So I, w- I mean, I would feel I would actually feel comfortable if he was my starter at the beginning of the year, but not if I paid any money for him. Obviously, no. the no, the not spending anything strategy. And I seems, I'd feel comfortable enough with it. It seems like they're going to add to that offense too. I think it so. seems like every draft, every draft mock draft I see, they're either grabbing more than likely they're grabbing a running back, but, but a lot of them have wide receivers too. Yeah, a lot of them have wide receivers, so he could add a weapon that way, or he could give someone to help him take the burden off of yeah, running. So that I feel like that could only help him. But if they only improve his numbers somewhat yep. from last year, he's still he's still not anything yeah. exciting. Yeah. Running back wise, it's Jonathan Stewart, and the guy can't stay healthy. He's got to be at the tail end of his career now. But you can probably get him for a decent price. If they do not draft a running back, Stewart still will have some good value, and you can get him for undervalue, I believe. I just don't think you're going to get a full season out of him. That's my worry with Stewart. Even if they draft a running back, Stewart's still going to be splitting some time, so you can get him for really, really cheap, and he might get you know something. Just not very excited about him. For next year, just because he, I feel like he, he's never healthy. Yeah, I'm. I'm staying away from anyone that the Panthers currently have. I, I don't like. I don't really like Cameron Artis Payne. No. I don't. I don't yeah. like Jonathan Stewart. Not, you know, not as a player or anything. But he's he's 30 already. He'll be 31. Yeah, he's, just, he's he's on the it's, decline it's, it's already. You can that. tell. Um, he's taking a lot of abuse, especially last year. So I don't like any of those running backs. But. If they go off and they get... Fournette? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of the top two, definitely, uh, Delvin Cook, Fournette. Um, I think both of those guys fit well in that scheme. I think yeah. both of those would immediately be an upgrade, and I think they would do pretty well. So I think so, too. I would look at those yeah. guys if they got drafted there. But, that, I mean, that's a high price to pay for a running back. That would be number eight, right? Wide receiver-wise, Calvin Benjamin, to me, was has been kind of a disappointment. I know what... But, Once again, it's like what I don't know. I don't know what happened last no, year. I just don't. But sometimes I like those situations where you can get now Calvin Benjamin for a very low price, and he has the potential to be something worthwhile. You're not going to have to spend to get him. No, and I, I do. I think his numbers have to be. I, I shouldn't say have to because they weren't terrible. It's just not what you had expected. And he did miss a year. We we do forget this. He had that wonderful rookie season, a thousand yards, nine touchdowns. Then he missed it. Because he got hurt, and then last year he came in, got 940 yards and seven touchdowns. Yeah. Respectable, especially after but, you saw how poorly they did. But just not what you would have No, not, and you definitely probably paid um, in, at least wide receiver two money for him, wide receiver one probably. The rest of this wide receiver group does not interest me at all. 
Devin Funches, no. Just no. Not even. I'm not even going to pretend. I didn't, no, he's, he doesn't interest me. And I'm a Michigan fan. I should like Devin Funches. Well, I do not. Not if he's only throwing 19 I, I, touchdowns. I, do not so, like I mean, Devin Funches. Yeah. Russell Shepard came over from Tampa. He showed some signs that maybe there's something there, but it's not something you're going to be drafting. You'll get him on the waiver wire if he becomes anything. Charles Johnson from Minnesota never did it there. Was it two seasons ago? He was hyped up a bit. Yeah. And just nothing happened. I mean, yeah, that offense wasn't great passing wise, but still, it's I I'm not interested in those guys at all. Maybe they need the the wide receiver more than the running back. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they need both very very badly. And then Greg Olson at tight end, who really fell off as the year went on. That, I mean, he still ended up being like what the number two or three tight end or something ridiculous. I think, yeah, I think he fell a couple spots, or, but yeah, he I mean, fell yeah, off he as the really he he only caught three touchdowns, which once again the offense struggling so much. Um, but yeah, he he was one of those guys. He's very very consistent. But even by the end, no, I mean he started off very very strong like he usually does. But man, I, I tell you, even Olsen, in my mind took a, a giant hit. Like this whole team, yep. Just I kind of makes me want to stay away from him. Yeah, just me to, too. I like, guess I don't know what to expect because no part seems that strong. And when you're you're struggling that much, I feel like it just feeds on each other, yeah. and you just yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm staying away from most of the Panthers unless I get Cam Newton for a dollar. That's a honestly, I don't even know if I, he won't go for a dollar. No, I'm not. I'm looking. I'm not interested. Maybe a Calvin Benjamin for cheap. Yeah, but, I, see, I would, none I would of these guys. That. I'm like, I'm not excited about any of these guys. Where I'm going to spend money on them, they're going to fall to me for nothing. Is what's going to happen? I guess Greg Olson for extremely cheap. Yeah, um, which he won't. He'll go for more than I'm going to pay for him. Uh, you're right, Benjamin. I think he might yeah, have the most upside. I, I still really like Benjamin, but I don't want to pay yeah. a wide receiver one money. For but him. see these guys. Yeah, there's some. There's people with potential here, but not enough where I feel comfortable with no. it. And I don't. I'm not confident in any of these players. I don't. I wouldn't. I'm not going to predict them to have great seasons, but I'll take them on my team for nothing and see what happens. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, goodbye. The most <laughs> exciting player on this team is <laughs> is a potential running back. That exactly, <laughs> it is. If they get one of those running backs, he's a he's going to be a top twenty. Yeah, he's going to be running back too. No problem. And that's pretty much they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna draft a running back or receiver. I feel like that's what they I need. I, I think th- I think they're gonna get a, a prime time running back and then build on that. And I think that would be yeah. a good strategy for them too because I think both of those guys are a great fit and will be prime time running backs in the league. I'm ready to move on to a more exciting team. Absolutely, the New Orleans Saints. Always exciting in fantasy football, and mainly it's because of Drew Brees. Drew Brees can't go wrong. And he's, he wants to play until he's like 45 years old now, too. So I kind of believe him. He might be around for a while. He's going to be one of those. He's a top three or four quarterback. Without He's right after Rodgers and Brady. It's probably Breeze and Ryan. Like he, it's, those are the top four. He's one of them. Absolutely. I mean, 5,200 yards, 37 uh, touchdowns with 15 interceptions last year. The guy is an absolute machine. Like, he just doesn't yeah. drop off ever. Does the loss of Brandon Cooks worry you at all for um, him? No, I mean, I like Brian Cooks, but no, I, I, think I don't think I don't think it matters to him. I don't even think it increases Michael Thomas. I think Michael Thomas is still going to be what he was. I think it might increase Willie Sneed. Yeah, I think one of the yeah, I th- I agree. I think they have a lot of guys that can pick up yep. the slack. Um, so I no, I don't worry about it at all. Now, Michael Thomas is interesting because I loved Michael Thomas last year. I was one of the early adopters of Michael you Thomas. Are, I feel like you were right. You were absolutely right. He's a tremendous talent. But now he's gonna. You're gonna have to spend wide receiver one money. He on is him, guaranteed. He is back end wide receiver one right yeah. now. Ninth, ninth, tenth receiver. And in I this. for I oh. personally I can't I can't 
give oh, it's yeah. worrying me. I put my hood on right now, and I'm just like, I feel nervous. I can't. Like, I won't give that kind of money. Would you? No. I and I love Michael Thomas so much, and I think he could be really, really good. I'm just. I guess this is just. I'm so conservative. I feel like sometimes in fantasy football and spending that I can't spend that on Michael Thomas. I don't know for sure what he is. I I don't know. I think he's going to be a great receiver, but I guess I have to see it enough. Like it has to be like at least two seasons for me to be like, okay, this guy's great, and I can spend big time money on it. But he's going to go for a lot of money in most most leagues. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, but maybe not. Maybe he does. Maybe there's a lot of people like us that kind of are like mm, we're, we're ranking him there because when you really do your rankings, you're like, man, I guess he has to be here. But when he gets to an auction draft, you're like, I don't want to spend that. And maybe he does go lower than you think. Yeah. And you can get him for a value. And I think that's or what it is. Get him for what he should be. And that's why, yeah, that's why auction is so great. Because you're not tied into the area or the players that yep. all of a sudden come up. But and that's the crazy part about it is like he had 1,100 yards with nine touchdowns. Um, and what, like 92 catches or something like that? 92 catches, yeah. yeah. And that was 15 games. And he was the wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Now Brandon Cooks is gone. The crazy part about it is I don't disagree that he won't reproduce, if not extend on these numbers. I could easily see him getting mm-hmm. 12, 1,300 yards with 12 touchdowns, mm-hmm. 12 touchdowns yep. which is monstrous. But I think you're paying for that ahead of time. Yeah, you're paying for something that actually probably hasn't happened yet. Which oh, is, absolutely. I, I hate that. I hate yeah, paying and that, for Yeah, that's potential. why it scares me. But I don't, I don't necessarily – he doesn't scare me – in the when, fact that I think he's going to regress, and he's the way he's being ranked, he's ranked ahead of like Amari Cooper, which for me, I don't know what maybe Mark Cooper, Amari Cooper hasn't done it either, but I don't know what it is about that I like Amari Cooper more. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's. Why. I think he's going to be target. The thing about Saints too is like they also were a a worse team this last year than yep. they usually are, and it showed because they got to play from behind a lot more, and it upped Drew Brees' touchdowns a bit. Usually he's around 32 yep. more often than 37. Um, but it could have helped this as well. I'm not saying they're going to be any better. I don't know. The, the truth is if you if you love this guy and you go after him, I would not, I would not give you crap about it. But I think it's safer – to let this money go off the table, let someone else get him because he's going to go for a lot, and then use your money spread it around to guys that have high uh, high potential that you can yep. get for half the price. But if you're the guy who gets Michael Thomas, I don't fault you. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I think he's an he's a plug and play. Yep. You're going to play him every week. Yep. He's he's great. No, I I think Willie Sneed could be have some good value. His numbers just feel like they have to go up to me, and he's been very relevant. He's been one of those guys you could play a lot of times. I just feel like he could have a little bit even more value this year. Um, I would, I'd like to see Willie Sneed on a lot of my teams. Well, he, has he ever been the number two on this team? I, don't, I mean, kind. I mean, that's what when maybe his, someone got hurt. I don't know. Was is not last, the past season, but 2015? There was no Michael Thomas yet. He kind of was becoming that. He was just very mm-hmm. consistent. He's just a very. He's been a very consistent receiver, and I feel like he's going to get. We think he's going to get more passes, but it's Drew Brees. Drew Brees is still going to pass the ball. It might be Brandon Coleman that gets all the extra yeah, catches. He, he throws it to whoever's I mean, open. Who, who knows? Ted Ginn's there now, too. Yeah. I mean, and I that's know. the big thing about him. He, I, as a wide receiver, too, there's, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind, as long as he plays uh, the majority of the games, that he's going <coughs> to you know, go for uh, 1,000 yards, which he pretty much did in his rookie year. Um, but he's never been a huge TD guy, so he had three and four TDs, respectfully, for the last two seasons. 
Um, I think as a wide receiver too, um, knowing he's starting there, I think that number will go up. So I think there's a lot of value here in Snead. Yeah, I think so too. He's not going to be some crazy overpriced guy. You're going to get him for yeah. a good, good price. And I, he's going to be a player that you can, if you're in a three-receiver league, you can probably put him at your third receiver and be okay with it and think he's probably going to get you eight points yeah, for sure. I would love Willie Snead as my number three. Yeah, like I think he's good for eight points. And if he gets that touchdown, boom, you're up in double digits. You're pretty set. I feel like he's very safe. I just, I just have that feeling. He's just a safe player to use. And I definitely wouldn't mind having him on my team. Ted Ginn now is another one who is not safe. Do not do not trust Ted Ginn. No. People are going to be – Ted Ginn is just one of those odd players like that that people might get excited about, especially being on the Saints and big big play potential. No. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. He's going to probably week one, I bet you he catches four balls for 120 yards and two touchdowns, and everyone goes to pick him up. But don't do it. I'm yeah, telling he, you. He really only don't. had one <laughs> one legitimate season, and that was when – that's when – yeah. That was when went yeah. off, yeah. So just, he's probably, Ginn's going to do it like one week and he's going to make everyone go to the waiver wire and get him, but just don't fall into that trap and spend all your auction money on him, your budget, your free agent budget. Tight end wise, it's Kobe Fleener and uh, he's not, he didn't do it last year. I don't see Kobe Fleener. I don't feel like Breeze and Fleener were ever on the same page and I don't know if they will be. No, it's unfortunate. Um, he had potential, I thought, to do something and he really didn't. And really, since, I mean, Graham was great at tight end, but and everyone thought since then, whoever the tight end with the Saints are, it's going to be just amazing and it hasn't happened. Just kind of what we talked about last show about the Packers. Everyone thinks the Packers tight end is going to be great. And it really doesn't happen. It hasn't happened with the Saints the last like three seasons. So don't spend anything on Fleener. Take a chance if you want. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm his. You think that, if anything, he, his touchdowns would be probably a little... A little out of whack. Maybe those would be higher than his yardage, which would yeah. be fine. And I would take a chance on that maybe if I thought he was going to be a huge yeah. red zone option. But he caught three last year. Yeah. And it, and the worst part about it is they weren't really down the stretch either when you think that he would get comfortable with the system. No, so just, I'm not I, I don't have a whole much. lot of faith in him. But he is he's a tall guy, athletic, tight end on a good offense. Yep. So, I mean – I see where you would the idea would come in, but um, me personally, I, I'm passing. Yep. And then final guy, Mark Ingram. No more Tim Hightower there to take it, any work away from him. But Adrian Peterson visited the Saints. That's interesting. I really don't even know what to think about that, and I don't even know how I would feel if Peterson became a Saint. Like I, I wouldn't even. That doesn't even. It doesn't seem. For some reason, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't, know. And so I don't even know if that happened. To me, it just all it does is there's no value to Ingram and Peterson to me anymore. It's much Not as much as there should be. There will be value, but it just kind of yeah. ruins it in my mind. I don't even know what to think about it. But if if nothing happens here and it's all Ingram, he should have a pretty good season. He, it's He's the he guy. A, he had a good season last he year. He really did. He, he flew under my radar in a, a bit because I, I really – Saints are tough – you know, to kind of lock down, they don't feel yep. like they run the ball a lot. But the guy had a thousand yards running with six touchdowns, and then on the receiving end, he had you know just yep. over three hundred yards with four touchdowns. So I think he's gonna he he's does it. He's gonna fly another radar. He's probably be good value again. He's gonna be a player of good value. He's not like you're excited about him, but if he's your running back too. I feel like you're pretty. If he's your running back, if you flex, then you're loving life. Yeah. If he's, if he's your running fl- back too, you did something correct because he still was very high in the yep. ranking. So he will. 
Yep. His, his price, like, obviously they show the auction prices when you go into these things. So you're not going to get him for an absolute steal. But um, yeah, if he's the, he was very, team. very good. And he's kind of the guy that I feel like he's, like, on a different tier. And yep. after you go through the first couple, people panic and they overpay for guys like Mark Ingram. Yep. But if you got him before that, if you got him for at value, um, yeah. I like it. Yeah, and, there's nothing wrong with Ingram not to be your running back one. That's I feel like if he's your running back one, you did something wrong. But running back two, you're in good shape. And if somehow he's your flex, man, you're yeah. That's, I don't know what amazing. you did, but you should do the podcast with us. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I have that's all I got for the Saints. Move on to the final team in the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh, and it pretty much all hinges on Jameis Winston and what he does. And I, Jameis Winston, to me, is one of those quarterbacks in the NFL that actually has a chance to jump up to the top tier. There's not many I feel like out there that I feel like have that really big potential to jump up and become one of those top guys. I don't must say Jameis is going to do it. I'm just saying he actually I feel like has that potential to especially with the weapons he has. Mike Evans, going to be, a, he's a top four, top three, top two. He's going to be all the way number one on some people's boards at wide receiver. Mine. Yep. <laughs> and he's going to I mean the lowest he'll be is four. Absolute lowest he'll be is four. He's a first round pick. He's a $50 auction guy. Like, he's going to be great. And Deshaun Jackson, i not a big Deshaun Jackson fan. I don't know. Most people playing fantasy football don't like Deshaun Jackson on their team, just that up and down. But I don't see how it hurts Evans to finally have another guy out there. Definitely it, helps him. I'm, I'm not drafting Deshaun Jackson, no, but, it, but it helps overall. Yeah. Cameron Bray at tight end, definitely one of those guys you can get for cheap and be, be your starting tight end, I think, and feel comfortable with it. I. He, I think he's going to have a better season than last year, and he was relevant a lot of weeks last year. But running back-wise, Doug Martin suspended for the start of the year. <laughs> what do you do with Doug Martin? Do you draft him? I tell you. For, like, man, he is... It's, how many... Do you know how many? Is he missing I think three or four? three games. Three. Um, God, I tell you, Doug Martin is so up and down... Um, he really is. Like he's he was great. Is what right away. He was then, great two out of two out of his six years. But those six, are the, six years. Yeah, and I'm not even joking. Oh, I'm sorry, five. years. Okay, five. no, but still five years. Yeah. He's actually played five years. So his his rookie man. season, he was unfreaking believable. Yeah, and he man, went fourteen hundred yards and eleven touchdowns oh. in his rookie season, and then he wasn't good again. And a lot of this has to do with injury and suspensions because yep. he has two seasons that he actually got to play sixteen games. Yep. And his other one was 2015. Once again, goes for 1,400 yards for only six touchdowns. And last year, he plays eight games, 420 yards with three touchdowns. I'm, so, I, I'm he's one of those guys. He's too. I feel like he's too much of a head case, too much of an injury problem. I'm. I, I don't trust him. I'm not. I'm not going to plan around this guy. Kind of like it's very interesting when a guy's suspended like that. Like where they're going to go in an auction, like value wise, like. You will get a good value on him, right? Like, it, but that's assuming he comes back and he is the guaranteed number one. Is it or is it Rodgers? I is, think Jacquez Rodgers ran really, really are good. Are they going to draft Delvin Cook or something? Well, if they do like, that, I mean, definitely don't touch. I don't know what to. Th- yeah. to I can't even talk about the running back position right now because I don't know what to expect. Charles no, Sims. I was just saying, Sims is there too. Like, it's all over the board, and that's also why because those guys are very capable of of handling. Handling well, the handoffs, well, so if handling the handoffs, if they do nothing go, Jeff. and they go back with it's with Martin Rogers Sims. I'm probably staying away because I don't know what to think. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not touching any of these guys, and that's just the truth. Until unless something comes out and they're like, 
Jacquez Rogers is going to be the primary back until Doug Martin gets there. Yeah. Then, then I'd be interested, perhaps, of getting Jacquez. Um, I could see that because I, I like the way he played last year. I think he's very capable. He's a smaller back, but he he got good good yardage. Yep. Um, and I think honestly, if you gave him the primary back role, if they showed their confidence in him, even when Doug Martin came back. Um, at worst, it's a split. I, I still don't think Jacquez Rogers would go for a whole lot. So no. that's where maybe I'd find value. But other than that, I, I'm, yeah. you'd be guessing, and I think you'd be throwing money at a, this at is, a problem. Because even if he yeah. comes back, that means you have to sit someone. Who are you going to yeah. sit now? Who did you pay yeah. for? And I, I hope it's more cleared up before the before we get to the season, before we get to our draft time. Because right now, I wouldn't even I wouldn't know what to do. I'd get Doug if I get Doug Martin for literally nothing. Sure. But I, yeah, it's I mean, not going to happen exactly. Yeah, if you can find that out. But that's, yeah, I was kind of hoping. Um, Jameis Winston, though, is very interesting to me. Jameis could be – he's definitely one of those quarterbacks, and if you're going to spend nothing on a quarterback, he's one of those guys that I would definitely take a chance on for yeah. and, very little money and be okay with him being my starter, and you might get somebody really good there. Yeah, and he was a little sporadic, um, but I, I grabbed him last year. I paired him with uh, I paired him with Brady. Tommy? And knowing that Brady was going to be my overall starter, but yeah. you were okay with Winston for those yeah. weeks. It was he misses a, a handful of weeks, and yeah. and then I get you know MVP. Hey, he's still sitting on my dynasty bench waiting for Drew Brees to retire. So. <laughs> but I mean, the guy was. I mean, he had a very solid year, especially only his second year. Um, and once again, four thousand yards, which what he did his rookie season. But he improved a little bit on his percentage, mm-hmm. and he jumped from twenty two TDs up to twenty eight. Um, so if he can cut down the interceptions yeah, a bit. Increase the TDs by a few. All of a sudden, he he's in that top ten discussion with you, like, running ability still. So, out of the quarterbacks here, I think he's one of the guys that has the you know most potential to jump up there. Yeah, like and I, Derek I Carr could, Jameis Winston could. I feel like that those are kind of the guys that could be those next. Because right now, it's just Brady and Breeze and Rodgers, and they just have this monopoly on the top spots. Like well, somebody has to jump there at some point, right? Also, let's I mean, let's be clear as well. Mm-hmm. We're we're going strictly off of offense and yeah, what oh, you yeah. can produce. And you're in a division that is so high-powered. Yep. If you cannot put up a lot of points, you're screwed. Yep. And they're going to try. I mean, you have to in order to beat the Saints and definitely Atlanta. Yep. So you're going to have to put up a lot of – and that's why he has 28 touchdowns his second year around. So I'm excited about Jameis. I really am. I would too. But I, I think and you're not going to be alone. That, that's that's the, very true. But I don't think he's going to go for a lot. No, but I, I think either. you would have to decide in your head – that this time around you're gonna he's gonna be your starter. Yeah, it's true. You're not gonna be able to do what I did last year and try yeah. to sit him on your bench. You know what I mean, but his he I think he's gonna even make Mike Evans even better this year. I like Mike Evans. I, I, I love team, Mike. I, yeah, Mike, I Mike Evans with another year for Jameis Winston having Deshaun Jackson there opposite him. I like Mike Evans a lot, and I think it's gonna in Cameron Brate too. I really do. I like this offense. If they get their running back situation figured out. And you know what I absolutely – wow, that's unbelievable. I was going to say, you know what I absolutely love about Evans, too, is at least on receptions and yards, three years he's improved on every <laughs> single category besides for touchdowns. Touchdowns had a little screwy there. That was, yeah, 12-3-12. I don't know yeah. what happened that second that's year. That's a fluke, that yeah. three. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's been incredible. And um, obviously he has a great rapport. Yep. Winston gets better. That means his production can get better. He has someone that can take the top off the yep. other side because Sean Jackson is still very fast. Oh yeah, and the guy can he can play the deep ball. He's a possession guy, red zone. He plays it all. So yep. I absolutely love him. That's why I would put him number one on wide receivers. 
I, I don't think there's anywhere to go really for him. Even if he just got yeah. 1,312 again, I'd be yep. ecstatic. Yep. All right, I think that's all I got for the Bucks. That's all I got for the NFC South. Woo! We will be back next week, and we'll wrap up the NFC with the West, which mm, not as exciting in my mind, but we'll go through it and let you know if there's any value. The Seattle's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, we got excited you know. about our NFC That's North true. one. So about the Bears, know. so you never yeah. know what's going to excite us when we go. And then we'll jump over to the AFC and probably talk about the AFC East and the Patriots and all that good stuff. But we'll be back next week with those episodes. In the meantime, make sure to check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. Check out the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can listen to all our past episodes, everything we've been doing in the off season, And also send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And we'll probably start off the episode with a couple of those emails, you know, if they start rolling in here as people maybe are starting to think about fantasy football, especially as the draft is closer. It's football's on the mind again. So we hope to hear from you guys, and we will talk to you next week. 